Hey everyone, welcome to That's Just My Opinion, the podcast hosted by me, Matt Lantrip. And me, David Navarro. That's right, David Navarro's a girl now. He finally had the operation. He's gone through. Welcome, Carly Lavaro. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, David's sick today. Carly we're, Lavaro, I don't know, I just screwed that up. We're hoping he's uh, getting some chicken noodle soup and getting better. Yeah, yeah feel better, bud. We miss you. Kinda. I do. It's a family affair today because we have Carly's brother on today, Paul, talking about some uh, bars and experiences we had going out and just kind of our experience in the L.A. bar scene down here. And kind of his opinion on what he likes and what he doesn't and yeah. what he feels is fun to do and not to do. Yeah. And just all the whole, just a few, we got a couple horror stories from, from me and him <laughs> about bad things that happened. I didn't go into most of my horror stories. I have I have some pretty stupid stories. I have a couple, but I talk about one on here. There's a couple others that I could probably huh. talk about, but that's okay. Uh, you don't really have that. I mean, you have like you have like one bad story, and that's it. The thing is, is people are scared to talk to me in bars. I don't know what it is, but um, they pretty much avoid me, which I'm fine well, it's with. It's because they see me next to you. Oh, even when I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm just scary looking. I was never intimidated. Well, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Six years later, here we are. Wee! Still not intimidated. Nope. Never going to be. Well, let's get into this uh, episode about bars. Raise a glass. Cheers. Cheers. Hope you enjoy it. That's my line. You don't drink coffee. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I've never seen you drink coffee in my life. Yeah, but you don't see me wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and get to the office and drink coffee at the office. You drink coffee in the office? Yes. That's a whole lot of false. That is not a false. Do you drink it black? Yes, pure (laughs) black. No, you don't. You drink it with two creamers, ten sugars, you're a child. No, I go straight. Like, I am... Just pure, straight black coffee. So why is it that when you're in the office, you drink black coffee, but when you go to Starbucks, you order the sugariest drink that you can? Because it's Starbucks. And it's usually cheaper. Definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. No, black coffee is like two bucks. Well, I mean, I can't in the office make myself like some fancy frappuccino. I mean, you can. You just choose not to. There's more sugar than coffee in those frappuccinos anyways. Okay, whatever. I drink coffee. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll, we'll go that route, sure. We'll go that route. Yeah. I just always think the best joke about coffee is in uh, is an airplane. The little There's a little boy and a little girl sitting next to each other on the plane, and they're like, coffee? And they give, give the little girl coffee, and he's like, oh, do you want any sugar? She's like, no, I like my coffee how I like my men. Black. And it's a little white girl just sitting there, and it's hilarious because she's like eight years old. I no? vaguely remember that. The only thing I remember is the eggs coming out of yeah. Oh, there's so that whole joke is. I mean, that whole movie is just joke on joke on joke on joke. It's one of the best, but that's not what we're here talking about today. No, it's not why we're. That's not why I'm here. No, that's not why Paul's here. <laughs> not here to talk about airplane. I mean, we could if you want to. We could, but. I think Paul wants to talk about something else. He does. So, hey, everyone. You may notice there is a voice not here today. That would be David Navarro's. He is sick. So we are recording without him. Instead, making this a family affair. Got my wife, Carly. My brother-in-law, Paul. 
Say hello. Hello. Standing in for David Navarro. This is Carly Landrip. Uh, even got the voice in the uh, making yourself feel like other people already. Yep. Where'd my water go? There it is. We just had a pitcher of beer, so. Yeah, I had a lot last night. <laughs> I don't know what. I can't give you the exact count, but the alcohol ratio in my body's pretty high. Your face definitely has a whiter appearance to it. <laughs> whiter or whiter? Whiter. Oh, for a second I thought you were calling me fat. No, meaning there's less blood running to your face right now. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's all running everywhere else. Well, on the topic of drinking, what we're talking about today is uh, Paul wanted to talk about some of his experiences he's had at bars and whether they're positive or negative, I guess. It's definitely a mix of both. All right. Yeah. So your opinion is that bars are fun and go have weird experiences, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it kind of depends on the bar you go to and the vibe. Um, you know, being a young single adult, I guess uh, I'm exploring the world of alcoholic uh, service areas. Um, anywhere that serves alcohol, I'm kind of trying it out. Um, mainly I either go kind of, uh, West side. There's a few downtown that when I was at SC, I would go to, or, uh, there's a couple in West Hollywood, but, uh, West Hollywood, it's kind of, you have to be very careful. Yes. You, uh, we went to a taco shop and had weird experiences in West Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Remember before the newfound glory show? Yep. Yeah. Cause the taco shop happened to be right next to a bar. And uh, I would have felt more comfortable in the bar than the taco shop. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, me and my buddy, we went to Laurel Hardware, uh, kind of a pregame spot. And then there was like a bar right next door. So like no real name. It kind of just looks like a normal bar. We walk in and the first thing is just a picture of a big veiny dick. <laughs> And we open the door, and that's just the first thing we see. And, we and just, immediately turn around. Yeah, it was zero to 100 real quick. It's like, you know, if you're expecting to go to a gay bar, cool. But, like, when you walk in not knowing it's a gay bar, and then that's the first thing you see, it's just like, oh, that was really... Okay, I just I have to go outside and reset for a few minutes. Yeah, and, I mean, it was pretty aggressive. It was like a, I would say, six-foot painting and just penis oh so it wasn't even a picture it was no it, it was, was a like full a full-on painting artist full rendering painting yeah they had fireworks behind it um that was fireworks yeah for someone who is into that stuff it was probably pretty exciting for them <laughs> hence the fireworks yes yeah <laughs> they just saw maybe that was their fourth of july image yeah was just that big throbbing thing with some fireworks behind it i think it was some sort of metaphor metaphor for, uh, shooting off some fireworks got it yeah <laughs> so you don't research the places that you go to you just walk in typically i just walk in got it you don't you just like oh hey someone told us to go here we're going yeah i mean and even it's just like hey it looks like they serve alcohol let's go inside here that's good um, enough excuse for me usually yeah and then you know kind of when i first moved out to hollywood that's that's what i would do i just kind of um just google maps and see where they are and then just walk from bar to bar so so you have never i mean we've only walked hollywood once and all the places we found are pretty much normal you went to a tequila bar 
Uh, well, we stayed on the like central Hollywood side, so we went down Hollywood Boulevard, and yeah. like a lot of pretty much between Hollywood and Vine is your main like twenty something bar scene. Yeah, but your, your central Hollywood scene is kind of your safe zone away from the fireworks. Uh, <laughs> but kind of once you go a little more west, you know, past. Yeah, when uh when there's a children's uh. One thing, and you know what, like, all power to them, let them have their area, like, I don't care whatever you guys want to do, I don't have to, I'm not in West Hollywood, so it's not anything hindering me, but my only thing was, like, I'm walking down there, and I see, like, a children's store right next to, like, a store that has a mannequin with, like, assless chaps and, like, the, like... I'm gay and like love cock shirts right on it. I'm like, there's literally a children's mannequin right next to that. Yeah. Obviously someone did not plan out. Um, you know, that's my only thing. I'm like, you don't know have all your gay. I like, I don't, I don't care if you're gay or not. Like just that, that just seems appropriate. Even if it was like a lingerie store, like it doesn't yeah. matter who it is. You should not put those two next to each other. Yeah. Obviously if you go into a mall, you don't see a Victoria's secret next to uh, the Disney store. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's see. So you had your ta- You said you want to come on and talk about some experience. I want to hear some of your best and worst experiences. Which one do you want me to start out with the first? Uh, let's go with the best, because the worst always tend to be a lot of fun. Yes. Okay. Um, so probably best experiences, um, probably be the bungalow. That's a really good spot, kind of a chill vibe. Um, and that's Santa Monica, correct? Yeah, in Santa Monica. Um, usually it's kind of... Yeah, disclaim, disclaimer to anyone, we're only talking about bars in Los Angeles, so... Yeah, I mean... I haven't really been outside of Los Angeles bar, so. So describe a fun night at the bungalow. Well, it's basically me kind of starting the night at my place, drinking, kind of pre-gaming, so that way I'm not, like, spending a whole lot of money there. Usually get to my friends in either Culver City or Brentwood, having some more beers there, and then kind of just getting to the bungalow and at that point kind of feeling it or getting to wherever I am, kind of feeling it causing a mess i think probably the funniest story i had um at the bungalow and when i get drunk i get super confident like i'm already like too confident but you put a couple beers in me i'm like man on fire like six million dollar man like no one's touching this um and i'm walking me and my friend and there's this chick and obviously it's kind of she has her birthday sash so she knows you know she wants all the attention it's my exactly so i just walk up to her i'm like hey happy birthday and like start a little conversation and then probably like two minutes in i'm just like well have you had your birthday kiss yet she's like no uh i haven't thought about it i was like all right i'll i'll fix that problem and just leaned in and then for about five minutes we were just kissing and then i was just tired of you know tired of that so i walked away <laughs> he was like, "All right, thanks. That was fun. Deuces." Yeah. I did get her number, um, and this is actually a super funny story. Um, so I got her number, and she told me text her like my name so that she knew who it was. Did that right after, and at that point, kind of the talking to her in the five yeah. minutes of us, you know, doing our thing. Um, you know, I veered away from my friend, so I'm going to go look for him. 
So I open up my phone and um, open up the app or messages app, go to his um, thing, and I'm trying to text him, where you at? And for some reason, I'm pressing the button, and it's just like not sending to him. Little do I realize I pressed the button about 30 times. It was sending it to that chick. <laughs> oh, so you I, just kept asking, where she at? Yeah, literally, it was about 30 messages. And this is probably about two minutes after I walked away from her. So how desperate do I look at that point in my mind? Oh, yeah. Literally, it's just, hey, this is Paul, and then just 30 times. Where you at? 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 Oh, jeez. So. Accidental desperation. <laughs> that would yeah. be so awkward to get that. Yeah. Oh, that's, like 30 that's a, times. That's a new term, accidental desperation. That's Ac- great. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. Like, every time I get a couple of drinks in, accidental des- desperation. Um, <laughs> just texting the So this has person. happened more than once. I mean... Not the texting of 30 times, but um, another time was uh, I went to James Beach and went out with a group of friends. And I thought that, you know, I bumped into this girl and I thought she was someone I knew from SC. So I am just like bump into her. I'm like super excited, calling her the wrong name. And she just like staring at me like, who the heck is this guy? And like I could have sworn it was her, and like, oh, what are you doing since this, that? And then she just like, yeah, my name's Lucy. Uh, I don't know you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you look exactly like my friend, so let's just pretend we know each other and go from there. Did it work? It worked. Nice. It worked. See, that's but, the best. It's like, oh, I made a mistake. I'm going to own up to it. But hey, isn't that kind of funny that I can make fun of myself? Yeah, I think I usually do better when I make mistakes. Yeah, I mean, because it shows your human side. So obvious, So right off the bat, they're not like, oh, this guy's like, oh, he's funny. He made a mistake, but he's still confident. So that's pretty fun. Girls, yeah, but girls s- like that. Sometimes those mistakes do not pan out. Yeah. Um, probably one of my worst experiences was at uh, 41 Ocean. And I've been there a couple times. Is that out in the West Side, too? Yeah. Um, out in Santa Monica. And typically 41 Ocean, it's if you catch it on a good night, it's kind of fun, but it's typically like 10 guys to one girl. Oh, so is it like, like a dive bar or is it like a club type thing? It's kind of like a club. I don't know. Everyone talks about it and they think like it's super fun, but I've, I've never, never heard of 41 Ocean. No, I've never, never had a good time at 41 Ocean. Well, that's why no one talks about it. Well, my buddies talk about it. Do they live on the west side? Yes. It, Oh, well, you your go. buddies probably sound like the guy that's like, oh, I'll probably be the guy. Yeah. I, I don't care if there's 10 guys. I'll be the one. Yeah, he'll be the one, and the other one, other nine will, you know, be the ones watching him. But uh, we went to 41 Ocean, and at this point, I'm, like, sleepwalking with activities. Let's just <laughs> let's just say that. Um, And I bump into this girl and start dancing and, you know, start making it out. And then out of nowhere, it's just like a moment of clarity. Like I step back, I look at her, the light shines on her. It's a dude. It's not a dude. Thank (laughs) God it wasn't a dude. But I was just like, whoa, this is bad. (laughs) So I don't even say goodbye to her. I don't say anything. Just bolt. I bolt. (laughs) And be like, you fugly deuces. (laughs) 
I mean, I didn't want to be too mean. Oh, but who cares? They'll this was kind of like the fir- this was kind of like the first time I saw her face, and then I bolted. So that's probably already like damaging her self esteem enough. <laughs> um, Dude, you always got to check that if you're go- if you're going to dance with someone, you got to see what they look like. But see, rookie, from rookie mistake from getting into the bar to that point, it's kind of just like a blur. Uh, like, I don't remember meeting her. Ah, uh, one of those. I just remember standing back, looking. Light shines right. I'm like, ooh, back up. <laughs> like and she fell a tree and hit every ugly branch on the way down. <laughs> more, I mean, she hit every branch, every bush, every leaf. Um, and then I didn't realize like that this happened until like the next day. <laughs> because I wake up, I go, I you know go to the bathroom and I look in the mirror and it is just lipstick from like my nose <laughs> down to my chin. Oh, jeez! Like it looked like she was trying to like eat my face, like Hannibal <laughs> Lecter style. She probably was. Yeah, I mean, maybe she was a zombie. That's why she looked like that. No, I just think she was probably a little hungry. Uh, she wanted a little snack she Uh, ain't thirsty she was full on hungry yeah she was full on hungry um and it's just like i'm sitting there i'm like oh my gosh all of this like obviously i did something so i'm kind of like sitting back and then like replaying the nine like okay i remember this i remember that oh it was her (laughs) that's that's hilarious i had an experience like that once i didn't get to where you were with it but uh, it was, we were up in Carly and I were in Sacramento for new years and, uh, we were at this club with a good friend of some friends of ours, Donovan and Andy and, uh, Carly and Andy go to the bathroom and Donovan and I, and we're just wasted at this point. Like we're having a ball. I'm ordering like double jacks all night. They're playing nineties music. So it's like nineties rap. It's yeah. perfect dance music. Yeah. So we're all loving it. We're like, we got our spot and then we're like, all the four of us are like chilling most of the night and we're hanging out. And then all of a sudden, you know, they go to the bathroom, long line, whatever. I don't even know how long you guys were gone. Felt like 30 minutes, but just mainly because my time sensor was off at that point. <laughs> you, you don't have a time sensor. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I was just... on the way home. Donovan's dad picked us up just because we all knew we were getting plastered out there. And, like, I was just literally laid down across laps in the back going, thanks for picking us up, Mark. You're such a good guy. <laughs> so we're in the club. And these gir- this group of girls, like, they were right. They were, like, kind of near us. But as soon as Carly and Andy went to the bathroom, like, wa- like just, like, backed up next to us. And the biggest girl, and I mean big. Like. Just starts trying to dance on both of us. Literally not even looking. Literally just like sticks her ass out and starts trying to like grind up on us. And we just start like putting our knees up and like almost like kicking her away. We're literally, she's literally like trying to bounce back and forth. Like ping pong in the the bar. No, but she keeps trying to dance and we keep just like putting our knee up and kind of just like slowly shoving her out. We're not going to like shove her, you know, but we're like putting our knee up trying to create separation. Like, hey, it's not going to happen. And finally, we're just laughing so hard, and we start mooing. Oh, <laughs> that, that's mean, a little mean. Well, granted, that's... she couldn't hear it. It was just to me and him. Like yeah. we just started looking at each other, like, 
Because, <laughs> like, she just won't stop. And we're just dying. At first, it was weird. But then she just wouldn't stop. And we're wasted. So we just thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah. And we just start looking at her. <laughs> like, it was really mean. But she had she did not hear. And as soon as they came back, you could see her friends being like, oh, we need to go. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, here comes Carly. Yeah, I mean, we were, like, near the speaker, so she, there's no way she could have heard us, but it was... Oh, well, no one's going to mess with me anyway, so they see me walking up, like... <laughs> okay, yeah. Carly, you're, like, five foot four. Yeah, I'm actually quite intimidating. I would highly doubt that. Well, you don't think that because she's your sister. Yeah. Trust me, there's been there's been lots of girls at the... I fear no there. one. Yeah, you're, you guys are a different breed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, let's see. Yeah, you had that, we had, I had that experience of 41 Ocean. Um, another, another funny story. So this was back when I was at SC and it was me, uh, my current roommate, uh, a couple of other friends. We went downtown to the library bar. Okay. Uh, and this was kind of our first time, you know, cause we we're all 21 going to a bar, um, not going to like a party or anything like going to a bar and drinking and one of our buddies was a law student from san diego and so he introduced us to amfs oh i I, you can already tell me i already can predict the rest of this story i mean it was like i think four five amfs last oh you texted me that night yes Oh, I remember this. Yep, keep going. I want to hear both sides of this then. Well, I, I always tend to either text, call, or FaceTime Carly when I'm drunk. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my typical... I've I've been good lately, but it's typically a routine before I go to bed, FaceTime Carly <laughs> yes. and annoy her. Um, apparently, I'm funny, but... Uh, some we'll, nights. Some nights. <laughs> <laughs> it's a give or take. It's a give or take. It's, it's a flip of a coin. Anyways, uh, keep going. I want to hear the four or five AMF story. Keep going. Because I'm on the receiving end of it. I want to hear the... I don't even think I remember texting you. But um, I get... Yeah, so we're we're there and, um, you know, we meet a group of girls and, like, we're talking to them. And all of a sudden, like, we find out that out of the four, three of them are lesbian. And, like, the one kind of least attractive one wanted to go for my friend who was the law student. And basically like the three of them were just like tricking the, like the rest of us, to, like go and talk to them so that she would swoop in and kind of just get him drunk enough that he would. Cause her friends even said that like her plan is to get him drunk enough so that he would do it because she knows <laughs> in like she's a sober like, sense. She's like, I got a realist. I got a yeah. real expectation here. I know what I'm working with. Yeah. Uh, um, that's, that's mean though. That's just, I mean, that's the thing you hear. Like everyone always thinks girl, like guys try to do that to girls. It's like, no, it happens just as much no. with girls doing it to guys. Like you'd be very surprised to be like, oh yeah, I just, you know, I took advantage of them, but it's okay with girls. Yeah. Girls kind of do that. I don't think they do it as much and as bad as guys do it, but there it's, it definitely happens. They, they just have their ways. They man, manipulate in ways. Um, they go, well, how many take off my shirt? And you're drunk enough to go, okay. Yeah. Um, but then we were continuing kind of the funniest part of the night. Um, 
we leave the bar and there's this uh, little taco stand um, on the way back to our place. We stop by that to get some food. Is My, this girl with you? No, none of them are with. Okay. Yeah, we left them. All right. So um, she she was trying and it failed. Yeah, she was trying. She failed hard. Um, nice. well, at least the law student dude. Knew yeah, what I was mean up. he he knew what was up. Um, but we get there and we get to the taco place. We order food. One of my buddies disappears. We don't know where he is. Like he just walked away. Always a great sign. Yeah. And we're kind of just like so drunk. We like notice, but we're not like freaked out. He's like, oh, he'll catch up with it eventually. Yeah. So we just like sit there, wait for him. We got our food, ordered it, came, we ate it. He was gone for an hour and we didn't realize it. And then just out of nowhere, he shows up. He has no idea where he went. <laughs> and it was kind of just like one of those things you look around your shoulder and he's like, oh, he's not there. And then an hour later, you look again and he just magically appeared. And then I got home and started texting Carly. And I don't remember what I said. All right. Now side two of this story. I mean, I don't remember too much of it. I just remember getting text messages, FaceTimes, phone calls at two o'clock in the morning. Like... I just drank four AMFs. I just met a bunch of people. I just went to this taco trip. Now I'm home. Talk to me. I'm bored. Like, no. No, I'm asleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> That's most of my response whenever you text me is, no, I am asleep. There was a time like three weeks ago you tried calling her like eight times because you couldn't figure out the Netflix password. Oh, yes. that's... <laughs> yeah. I was like super like, I needed to watch Netflix before I went to bed. Don't you have a Hulu account? Through one of your other roommates or something? I have Hulu, but what I wanted to watch was on Netflix. Oh, wow. There's a difference. Sometimes some of the shows aren't on Hulu, but they're on Netflix. So that night I got two text messages and then I got a, I got a FaceTime and I got phone calls. three phone calls and then you even called Matt. Yeah, I woke up and was like, why did Paul call me? I like, I like looked and saw and then I checked her phone because she was still asleep and I was like, I hope everything's okay, but I don't see anything bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just one random phone call at 2 o'clock. Oh, no, I think I looked at the text message and just saw, what's the Netflix password? And I was just like, seriously? Hey, was... you know, when you when you need to watch your Netflix, you need to watch your Netflix. Or just figure out another way to watch it. There's plenty of websites online you can watch it. And when you're drunk, the quality looks the same. I mean, I guess. But obviously when you're drunk, you're not going to think of that. You're just... I don't know. I do it enough that I guess I would have. Yeah. Yeah, that was... What's the Netflix password? <laughs> you can't get on Netflix. It's not fair. Text yeah. Me. That's me. <laughs> Can we just listen to that, that one is, more yeah, time? one more time. The speaker, yeah. This is the phone call. What's the Netflix password? can't get on Netflix. That's not fair. Text me. Bye. <laughs> There's like a point where you're about to cry and then realize, no, I'm just oh. drunk. <laughs> Man, I, I deleted another one from you from like three years ago that you left me. Which one was that? I'm kind of worried. I think the one when I when I couldn't figure out the Netflix password, I think that was the night that I got attacked by the hippo. <laughs> oh. The one where she gnawed my face off. Oh. Yeah. Oh jeez. So that you was, needed Netflix to clear your 
brain. Well, he I mean, I, at that point, I mean, I didn't remember it. I like got home. I'm like, oh, okay, Netflix, and like, <laughs> I was sleepwalking with activities, you know. <laughs> and then it was just that one kind of thirty seconds moment of clarity, and then the rest is just a blur. So for you, is it fun going out every single weekend? Yeah, I mean, Feels say like you so. Spend a lot of money. I mean, so yes and no. I mean, like I usually don't buy a lot of drinks at the bar. I usually have most of them before. So it's kind of just like, you know, seven bucks for a six pack. And I drink that before, or at least most of it before. So that's the price of one beer at a bar. And I'm already, you know, six drinks in. So, I mean, I don't go out every weekend, but. Most weekends? Say like every other weekend. It's not terrible. Yeah. We're just old and boring people. So. Yeah, you're you're a married couple. You don't have anything else to do except sit at home and knit. And watch Netflix with Netflix passwords that we have. Whatever. <laughs> also didn't help that I would get home at 2 a.m. on Friday nights from work. Yeah. Scheduling is definitely a... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even... a regular even, 9 to 5, it helps. Yeah. I don't like going out to bars anymore. Because it's, I feel like it's taken, not taken over, but it's for the single people, right? So they're going out, they're getting a drink, they're trying to meet people. I like going to dive bars because no one cares. You're just going there, getting a beer. Yeah, there's definitely an atmosphere to depending on the bar. Like, because we've gone to like clubs, we've gone to like, like the Victorian out in. Uh, oh, the Victorian sucks. That's the thing. The one time we went, we luckily got in there before the line started, so we were able to like. We saw the basement, but they had a live band playing, so it was like super loud. Yes, and so then we and upstairs was the DJ. Honestly, we spent our time on the patio, and I ended up talking to the bartender for like thirty minutes about the different type of whiskeys he had, because he was like giving me tasters and like letting me sniff of like all the crazy whiskeys they had there. So like that, I was like, oh, that's real fun. Yeah, you know, but that you have to get there early, and most of the partying doesn't start till after. And for us, it's just kind of like. We enjoy alcohol as like a craft and stuff. So for us, alcohol isn't like a party thing. It's more like an appreciation thing, like, you know, people do with wine. So for it's like when we go out to bars, it's like, well, we can also buy it for cheaper and appreciate it at home on our couch instead of paying, you know, Mm -hmm. four times the price. So we're old, essentially, is what you're saying. We're old. We say we're old. It's not the years, it's the mileage. Um, (laughs) This is very true. You can ruin a. New car real quick. Yeah. I mean, and so going on the Victoria, and that's one that I frequent a lot because my friend loves it. I don't know why, but like the Victorian is his, is his spot. It's a really like popular place. Well, it's it's changed recently. It's so the first time I went there, it was cool because they had all three levels open. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like going there more and more like lately not all the floors have been open or oh, gotcha. just the entire place has been closed for private events uh-huh. but also kind of once you get there like i don't know just the people that go there they all kind of like stay in their group they don't really talk to other people i feel like that's most places you go out there's not that's the that's the weird thing nowadays it's like it seemed like the bar scene i don't know for how long whatever Maybe this is just something you notice as you get older. Maybe when you're younger, you're just, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, go out and meet a guy, meet a girl, whatever. Like, you know, go out and have some fun. Now it's like, oh, I'm going out with my friends and I don't want to talk to anyone else. And I swear to God, if you get next to me, I'm going to stab you. Yeah. No, I mean, that's just kind of like some of them are standoffish and some of them 
somewhat welcoming of you saying at least hi but that's also just los angeles yeah because like we've gone to bars in roseville and stuff people are chill i mean people are just like hey i'm having a beer we're doing whatever we're fine the last time that we were at the victorian i really liked it because i think each level is significant to kind of the crowd so the basement you know you have the live band you have the chalkboard you have kind of the chill vibe where People don't care. They're just buying beers. Felt enjoying like a it. semi-rock, like a hangout rock show. Exactly. Yeah. And then the main level is just kind of the chill level. You know, you get your craft cocktails. You're just hanging out. The music isn't too loud, so you can at least have a conversation. Feels more like a lounge than anything. Exactly. And then when you go upstairs, that's where like the party is. You know, you have the music. They're the, just yeah. You got a DJ and all that stuff. Like that's where all the dancing was happening. So I think that was cool in the sense that. You have three different levels. Three different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's it's cool when all three of those levels are open, though. Because then when you have, sometimes it's just the basement that's open. So you have all the chill people that are going there and you're crammed into a room. Yeah. With, it's real small down there. It's re- That bar takes up way too much of that space. Yeah. And the music is really loud because it's so small. It just echoes everywhere. I cannot stand the downstairs. Yeah. So you do... Do you prefer downtown LA, Santa Monica, or Hollywood? Because you don't come into the valley really at all. No. Um, I don't know. Each one has their own thing. I think if it's kind of, if you're going, um, just want to get a couple drinks and lay back, then you go downtown. Um, If you want more of a clubby scene, you go to Hollywood. And then typically, you know, there's, there's some bars that are like the clubby scene, but the bars on the west side, Santa Monica area, they're usually kind of more laid backish, but not as kind of downtowny. So it kind of it kind of depends on the night and what I want to do. Yeah, I get you. I've I mean the few times we've been out to the west side to bar hop and whatnot. I mean a lot of places like in Hollywood, especially like every bar, like yeah, they're different, but they all still kind of feel the same, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like whether you start at Jameson's, go down to what used to be Dylan's, uh, 33 Taps. Like, you got that hole in the wall place with the mix shots for five bucks. <laughs> you know, they all tend to see, like, they all tend to feel the same, um, like, crowd wise. We haven't gone too much downtown, mainly because it's always been so freaking far. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not worth a drive. No. Um, but then, like, the west side, like, every single spot is different. It's like you really have to find a crowd. Excuse me. Yeah. You really have to find the crowd you like to like that bar. And I don't know. It was it was just weird because it was like we'd go down there and we'd go for one bar. We always just end up at the uh, at Finn McCool's, the Irish bar, because we were just like, oh, no one, no one cares yeah. here. And we're just having beer and having fun. Like, Yeah, just laying back, kicking yeah. it. And that's um, what most of the bars in the Valley were. So we're like, we don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> the one bar I want to go to that I haven't had a chance to yet is uh, Good Times Davy Wayne's. Oh, that place oh, is it's fun. so much fun. We went there for a friend's goodbye party. That place is actually, I will say, out of the Hollywood bars, the guys who own that own a lot of other bars. They own, um, like, Break Room something. It's in, like, Koreatown. You literally enter through a loading dock. Mm-hmm. They own La Descarga, which is a Cuban rum and cigar bar where you have to enter through, like, a dresser. And they have, like, dancers and a live, always, like, a live Cuban band. And uh, they own another one where you, like, enter through a dresser. 
Yeah, you have to go to Davy Wines. Davy Wines is really cool though because it's a seventies theme. Yeah, for I mean, anyone I, out there who doesn't know, I it's have really fun. It, it's just there's always such a long line. Yeah, the place is always packed because yeah. it's really because like they actually serve like good beers, good cocktails, and it's just honestly a really fun vibe. Yeah, just get there. Like, I know it's early, but eight nine o'clock, you get there at eight, you get in. You can have your drinks and then you continue your night. Yeah. But at 10 o'clock, they do um, a roller skate show on top of one of the DJ booths. At least a few years ago when we were there, there's like an outside. That's the cool thing. There's a. It's pretty much like they converted a giant, like a big house into a bunch of different like sections for a bar. Mm-hmm. And there's like a part where people always dance. There's a part where people always hang out. There's outside, which honestly just feels like you're at a friend's backyard party yeah there's like fire pits and stuff so like even if you i know it's going out early which a lot of people don't like to do but it's actually really cool to just go there and chill yeah and especially if you watch a lot of hgtv like we do <laughs> you like looking at the all, all the aesthetic and how they're decorating everything so you're like oh i can actually see everything right now this is actually really cool and like especially the film nerd in me is like oh look at the set decoration you know yeah see i wouldn't care about that but but so, I mean, if you just want a good place to chill, and I think they do day day parties there sometimes. They do, I've heard, and then I think during the summer right now they have like a slushy truck with uh, oh a snow cone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had it the last time cones? that we were there. Oh, did they? Yep, alcoholic oh. snow clo- snow cl- snow cones. Yep. Snow I was just clones. really excited because it was like one of the first people that had modern times up in the val- up in Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, I mean that place is super cool. I'd recommend going, but. When you're going out for a night, do you know where you're going or just you and your friends are like, we're going to meet here and then decide? It's usually we're going to be at some place and then my friend decides. And lately it's, he used to live in mid Wilshire. So it was kind of, sometimes we'd go out, um, closer to me cause it was close to him. Now he's like obsessed with the West side. So well, I'm giving it up there now, right? Yeah. He lives so out it there. Makes, it makes a little sense. It makes sense. But there's also some fun bars. I mean, you have the den in West Hollywood. That's a good spot. Um, the girls there are all teases, but um, it's West Hollywood. They think you're gay, and then when they find out you're not, they're like, "Oh, this just got awkward." No, it's just that you know they all they they just they tease you. I mean, it's I don't know how to describe it, but we've had me and my buddies. We always will go there, like either end up with a dumber or something. Never hear from any of them. <laughs> and it's not just like one of us it's like all of them and they're just like super into you or um my, my buddy uh we went once and he was uh dancing with this girl from cuba and uh he walked away for a second came back and then she was already like dancing and making out with another guy like five minutes later and that's just kind of how the den is it's kind of like you have to find one Hold on to them the rest of the night, but you're probably not going to get a text back. That's funny. Yeah. Where's the place that we went in West LA for Breeze party? Oh, what was that called? Because it's really cool, and the cocktails there are really good. It's not, I don't think it's much of a place to meet other people, but it's fun to go with your friends and just get cool cocktails. Yeah, it's set up kind of like a lounge. It looks like someone's like giant library in their house. Yeah. And it's got like a fireplace. I usually I don't do cocktails at bars though because they're too expensive. This place actually was like. 10 I mean, it's bucks. ten dollars. If, if I do, I usually uh, 
get like the house whiskey and Coke and then just tell everyone it's a Jack and Coke. You can't tell the difference. That way you sound like you're more expensive. Yeah, more but that's the thing. With, so more sophisticated. That's the thing. Most of the time, unless it's really high end. Excuse me. I'm really burpy today. Unless it's really high end, you can't tell. Yeah. You know, because I've, I've, the wells burn. Where's the wells borrow? Wells burn. Wells burn. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, this place is, yeah, this is it. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like set up like an old school lounge and it's got like a 19, like 40s theme and stuff. You see. Okay. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, that's the thing. It's totally chill. Music isn't very, you know, it's just like music coming over speakers and stuff. The cocktails were actually really good. Yeah. Because that's the thing. We like going to places like that because it's like, yeah, you're going to spend money, but it's cocktails that were created by like whoever owns the place or like the head bartender. So it might be $13, but you're getting $13 worth of a drink, not just $13 paying for a well drink. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I almost like when they, if, I mean, if it benefits me, but when they mix them bad and they put too much whiskey. Oh yeah. I mean, cause then you're, you know. You're getting more. Yeah, you feel like you're getting your money's worth. But that's the thing. Like we were saying for us, you know, it's like that idea of the of the craft of it all, right? Yeah. Like we go to every we ever like maybe like once every six months or so we go to the one up out in Sherman Oaks, the okay. arcade bar. Oh, you still have to go to that. Yeah, I went to uh the one downtown, the arcade Yeah, bar I know which one you're talking what, about. What's it called? Eighty three or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That one was cool. Yeah, they um but, like, we really got into this one cocktail they had there because it was, like, a homemade... It was a house cocktail that they made. And it was gin, grapefruit juice, a uh, splash of stone IPA, like, peppercorn put on top. Like, it was this, you know, it was this created thing that they put together specifically for the bar. And it's, like, stuff like that. When we can go out and find that stuff, that's what we really like and draws us back to a place. Yeah. Um... No, I mean, like, that that makes sense. I just, for me, it's just kind of like going out and having fun. Yeah, you're... Meeting people. I have a different... You're more into the social life of it all. Yeah, where you guys are just kind of the actual drinks and the taste. Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with either one. That's how people meet others, is sometimes just going out and... Trust me, when we were in college, the drink did not matter. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I usually have so much drink, like... you know, I usually have so much I don't care about the taste because it's going to come back up later. So, oh, that's not good. That's that's, a, that's called a problem. This has just turned into an intervention. No, uh, no. I mean, like, because like that's the thing. Like, we go out to bars. Like, you know, we were kind of the same way. It's like you can go out, you can spend all this stuff. But it's like if we went out to bars, we were going for a specific reason, uh, for like someone's birthday or whatever, or we were going out just to like have a nice little night out, whatever. But a lot of our socializing was always at the house, yeah. at the fraternity house. So it was like we didn't ever have to go out to a bar because we had like, we literally had like 3,000 square feet to party. Yeah, I remember that. I went to oh, a Oh, that's couple. right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, so you could see. The like, end of the we, world one, 1221. Oh, yeah, that was my 21st birthday. birthday. Yeah, I remember I went to that. Yeah. Hopefully mom and dad aren't listening. Mom does. Oh, oh well. I was yeah, 21. Yeah, she... You yeah. were 21. I was. I turned 21 on that night. Don't worry. You weren't the youngest person there, so you're yeah. fine. <laughs> I didn't have anything to drink that night. Of course not. You yeah. were our driver. Yes, I was driving that night. <laughs> totally not me. 
No, I mean that's. I mean, I get. I guess it all depends on like how your scene comes up. Because I know when you guys were in college, you guys didn't do too many. Did you do a bunch of house parties in college, or were you kind of more like just wait until you can go to bars or? No, there was. I went to a couple house parties. Um, so that was kind of mainly what I did. And then once I was able to go to bars, I went to bars. Um, went to the good old Nino. So that's a shit show. I don't think I know that place. The it's basically like kind of the USC bar that all like the oh like USC, the college bar yeah. around there. Gotcha. Um, and it's like right next to frat row, so basically from like eight o'clock to about ten till the, once a frat party starts, like everyone's going there, and then they venture off to frat row, and then once the parties are like shut down at twelve o'clock, they come back <laughs> to the nino. Seriously. Um. Yeah, the Nino is where I spent uh, my morning of graduation. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because I, I, I got to campus at 6 a.m. in the morning because I tried parking on your street mm-hmm. to come just because you're like, oh, I'll grab a beer in the morning. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll grab a beer with you at 6 a.m. Why not? It's your graduation. Couldn't find parking on your street. Decided not to text you because I thought you were sleeping in. I get to campus. You're like, yep, I've already been to the bar and I've had like two beers. Great. I'm at Starbucks. Just it was more than two. I was there was oh. two beers at the bar. Oh yeah. It well, gradu- it was your graduation. Yeah, I know so many. There, there were some friends of ours at graduation, literally throwing flasks across aisles. Yeah. as people were like getting named. Carly saw the guy that was just like walking, like carrying a four loco. Oh, I think I saw that's that. Guy. Right. I, for- I mean, it's graduation. Yeah. What yeah, are they gonna cares? do? And then we we had our ceremony in the shrine. And at yeah, the, you had the two ceremonies, yeah. Two ceremonies. But at the bottom, like, at the staging area, they still had, like, the bars with the taps. So um, someone, I'm not going to say who, um, it wasn't me, uh, decided to go test to see if, like, the taps and the beers were working. And <laughs> I they, totally would have been that guy. And they down. were. And so, like, we were like, okay, the professors that are, like, lining us up okay they're not paying attention sneak we were just filling water bottles and just chugging them from the bottom nice (laughs) free beer i totally would have done that it's funny because we've gone to shows at the shrine yeah so it's like man those beers are expensive we could have got that for free that would have been awesome yeah i mean just free bud lights basically i mean if you can get it then more power to you you sure it was bud light because they'd serve a lot of craft there i don't know what it was i just know we were pulling the handles and I think so. Beer was coming out. <laughs> someone like jumped over and was like, like a water pound, just like pulling in and like drinking straight from the tap. Oh, I would have done that. <laughs> I so, definitely would have done. I would have done both. Yeah. Um, I I've, I have done both. Not straight from like plenty of kegs. So is it more fun going with a group of people, or do you ever just kind of go by yourself and see who you meet there? It's definitely more fun with a group because typically everyone else is going in a group. And also, if you're going out by yourself, it it sends off a weird vibe. Yeah, it's sometimes like, oh my gosh, who's this guy that's just like roaming around? Uh, Bars are a very going out is a very social thing, and if you're going out to a social thing with no plan for being social, except try to go join someone else's social interaction, kind of weird. There gets to a certain point, like, in the night where people start to split up. But that's totally different. Yeah. Like, that's already, like, a thing that happens. It's, so it's kind of just like you have to get there at, like, 10, wait two hours, and then kind of start making your move, you know? 
do a couple laps, see what's see what's on your plate, see, see what's what, on the agenda, on the menu, over on there. the menu, and then uh, go hunting. Have you ever done a bar crawl? It's like where you just go to bar to bar. bar. So Hollywood does one. And I don't know when it is. I think Santa Monica does one as well. But you pay like thirty bucks, thirty and bucks, get... and then you can go to each bar and get one drink. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much just like, oh yeah, you get a beer from each bar. I've I've looked into that. Um, the one in Hollywood it does kind of mainly clubs, like they get you into the clubs, which is nice. But I'm not like a club guy. Yeah. Um, just like everyone's, we aren't either. Everyone's dressing in their fancy silk shirt and their Gucci jeans and. It's like, and also I don't want to listen to for like four hours. Like, I don't know how much house music I need in my life in one night. Yeah. Like, oh, a couple songs, cool. Four hours? No. (laughs) And then you're always just like, oh, who's the people that got bottle service and judging literally everyone else that doesn't have bottle service? Yeah, it's just such a waste. Yeah. It's $200 for a bottle. Why? It's even crazier in Vegas. Yeah, but then you have to pay for the table. Like, you have to pay for the table... And then pay for the bottle. bottle. Yeah. And usually it's like 500 for the table. It's just a way to make money and to be like, oh, well, we got a reserved area for us so we can do whatever we want. Like, yeah. doesn't mean anything. I've always wanted to do one of those things, though, where you can like rent out the karaoke room. Because those are pretty inexpensive and you can just like go ham in there with all your friends. Like that seems like a lot more fun than getting a bot like a table yeah. somewhere else. I would do karaoke. Do you partake in karaoke? I do not partake in karaoke. You just watch everybody else do karaoke. Well, I don't partake because I haven't had a chance to partake. I probably would partake if I was in that opportunity. If you had enough of an opportunity to partake? Yeah, probably. Get a couple drinks in me. I'll I'll sing some Gaga for you. Oh, no. you Hey, trust me. If you're looking for uh, easy pickings, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, trust me. With like the outcasts. Yeah. yeah. No, I think 3, you would do in sync. No, not in sync. Trust me. I would do something like super embarrassing just because I don't care. Or Eminem. No, that's too easy. I could do that on the spot though. Like, no, trust me. If you want to, if you want to use karaoke to your advantage, hey, yeah. Uh, I may do that. Mul- I've done them multiple times. Every girl in the bar automatically just comes up straight to the stage. Doesn't matter if they're with someone or not. They will come and watch you perform Hey Ya, no matter how good or bad you are. Because they will be singing louder than you. And they're like, trust me. I think I would have to look at the menu and then go from there. Get the vibe and look at the menu. Um, let see. Trying to think. Well, what's... Okay. So back to like some of the experience things. I want to, what's like the weirdest person you've ever met at a bar? Cause I've had times where people just come up and start talking to me and it's just like, dude, you need, I like, I can't shake this guy. I can't shake this girl. Like I need help to get people to get me out of here. Cause this person might follow me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, I had one of those. I can't remember. I don't even remember what he was talking about, but like he would not leave our group alone and he acted like he knew us it was like this short little like dude just kind of following us and he was so short like he just kind of would disappear like hide underneath people or hide behind people and then pop out and all i remember is the entire time he was talking like what is this guy talking about 
I mean, he almost looked like Frodo. <laughs> I, I mean, size-wise and face-wise. That's, I mean, so yeah, I mean, you do get those people that are kind of like, you know, trying to get in your group and you're trying to be as nice as possible. Like, hey, you know, cool, but we kind of just want to stay with our own clique. And sometimes it's like, hey, no one was really talking to you and invited you over. You just kind of walked up and yeah. now this is weird. It's kind of like, you know, you're being a little pushy. That's um, like know. those are the guys who go out alone looking for someone else's social group to change. Yeah, I mean, and I hate to be mean and like put it that way. That's kind of what it is, though. It's like, who are you here with? No one. Oh, definitely don't want to talk to you, buddy. No, I mean, there's there's people that I've talked to that like showed up alone that are cool. Um, I mean, I guess it, I mean, like when we go to like a bar or something, like when we used to go to crazy Harry's all the time, I mean, people show up by themselves, but they knew other people there. Yeah. Like they're regulars kind of thing. Yeah. I think it just kind of, I think if you go to a, like a place by yourself, it's fine. Um, even if you don't know anyone there, just kind of, I think you kind of have to get a sense of boundaries. Like some people are totally open to it. Some people, you know, maybe aren't. You know, probably if he had, you know, not been, like, trying to follow us the entire night, then probably would have been open to him eventually. Yeah. If we just stumbled across him again. Yeah. It is kind of funny, though. It's a different dynamic going to a bar by yourself and then going with, like, when I go with her. Yeah. Like, especially in college. The amount of times I would just have to walk over and then immediately watch whoever is trying to talk to her just walk away instantly. It It's pretty funny. Like, yeah. It happened almost every single time we were out. Like, whether I was getting a beer or whether something, like, didn't matter. I could have been going to the bathroom for, like, two minutes or getting a beer. Someone would be trying to talk to her. And I'd just walk over, like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, oh. Okay, I get it. I remember once it happened in the airport. We're at Burbank Airport, and I see, I come back from the bathroom, and I just see some guy, like, at the next table talking to her. I'm like, what the hell is this dude trying to hit on a girl? Turns out it was my little bro from the fraternity. I just didn't recognize him. I was like, oh, Brian, what's up, dude? Because I see That's, his face, like, what is you know, going all on? concerned, and I'm just going, You're just like, hey, it's, come on, cut, it's, cut, it's cool, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, because I see this guy, like, leaning over, like, I'm like, what is going on? The worst, though, was, like, we had crazy Harry and these two like ghetto dudes walked in, just two dudes who did not belong in there. You know, this yeah. is like like a semi hipster craft beer bar. Dude walk in and they start and like I'm at the bar doing something. We're with a we're with a group of like eight people though. All of a sudden they start talking to Carly and she's playing with uh, darts with one of our friends Tim, and he's, this guy just won't leave her alone. Yeah, and Tim's trying to like, hey buddy, you know, like back off or whatever. And the guy just keeps talking. I see what happens and I walk over and I just stand right next to her and then everyone see like all our whole group kind of sees me walk over and so there's just like six dudes just making a semicircle around her and these two guys and one of them just won't stop talking to her and the other one's like hey hey we should go and like tapping his buddy like looking at all of us but and then finally he looks up looks at all of us nice to meet you and they just bolt yeah you definitely need to be aware of your surroundings and aware of your situations. I was aware of everything. I was no. Being I'm just saying, like, no. I mean, it, it was like a two minute ordeal. It wasn't that long, but it was just really funny to see this guy just be like, oh, "No, nah, I'm going to be so oblivious." We were at the Copper Bucket. 
No, it was Copper Bucket or what's the other one? Oh, no, 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 no. Some gas something. No, no, no. I think it's the Copper Bucket. Anyways, no, some no. ghetto valley bar. Just, you know. Gas lamp. No, it's not gas no. lamp. Dad used to hang out at this bar eventually, like a long time ago. It used to be like a really poppin' bar back in like the 80s and 90s. So I was with my, you remember Jen Bennett, right? My old roommate. You played beer pong with her. Oh my God. Long Jen, don't even bring that up. <laughs> she, we, we were, I think that was the, what was that? The uh, end of the world party where we were on no, like that. No, it was just a hangout. Oh yeah. That was like the first time like. Matt Stove Rob- Piper. Stove Piper. That was a time when like it was kind of like you got me into there and like it's kind of like my test trial like to see if I can come back. Like everyone was like, okay, if this guy's cool, he can come back, even though he's related to Carly. Which- no, that was not at all the way it went down. It was, hey, Carly's brother's coming. Don't be a dick. And everyone's like, okay, as long as he's not a dick back, we won't start it. Yeah, well, I mean, Carly was like, be on your good behavior or else yeah, you because- won't be able to come back. So yeah, I took it as if like because if you're a jerk to everyone when it's not your place, then everyone's going to say like, "Don't come back." I get it. That's all it is. But going back, we were like, I think we have won like four or five games in a row, and it was her job to pull the cups. Like she had one job. Like I was just making all the shots. She had one job, and that was pulling the cups, playing defense. She did not pull one, and we got death cup. Uh-huh. Oh no! And that was they were like down to two cups and that was the like second cup they had made so we are killing them oh no i was so mad uh death cups the worst this anyways we got off topic yeah so we were just strange people at bars so it was me and jen piper and then me and tossif were there with you guys and tossif went to go take a smoke break matt went out just to talk to him while he was taking a smoke break i might have even gone to the bathroom yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways, so then all of a sudden these two guys swoop in on Jen and I and start dancing with us and we're like... Literally uh, no more than 30 seconds after we walked away. I don't even think we were even fully outside nope. yet. They just swooped in on us, just some random guys, really creepy. So I grabbed Jen. I'm like, Jen, I really have to go to the bathroom. And I just pull her. We run into the bathroom. <laughs> I called Matt and she's calling Tasha. Like, you have to come to the women's restroom. Like, we cannot leave until you come here. So I, I think going out for women at a certain point it's just like we just don't want to deal with the creeps yeah, yeah. also we realized stovepiper turned into like a super ghetto bar at a certain because like when we first got there it was fine and then like ten thirty hit and just all the creeps came out it was weird because before that we were chilling we were having fun everyone seemed like a local it seemed like a locals kind of bar yeah so i think that's the only thing that's turned me off to going out to a bunch of bars is that you have those people that are just like constantly swooping which i i can understand to a point because going out to a bar is a social event it's you're trying to meet people but don't be creepy yeah i mean at least this is i mean i at least also, say hello like at least like mexican skinheads in the valley that's gonna be i mean i at least you know try to talk to the person first and then you know get a vibe from that like okay is there well, someone you're else also here? not creepy looking no but i can be yeah you don't look like you're in a gang no like, what's up uh, maybe with my white face after being hung over. <laughs> Look like a ghost. Then why is there a dead guy floating around here? Yeah, that's pretty creepy. This ghost uh, keeps trying to hit on me. I, I don't you know. You need more of that Gatorade. I'm almost. I got like a quarter of it left. I think I just need a good night's sleep after watching Game of Thrones. 
I mean, you slept about six hours in the day yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And then was up till two o'clock. Woke up at, I think it was nine. I don't know. So remember. what did you do last night? What was your fun last yeah, let's night? Let's end it. Let's end it with this. Let's end it with your most recent experience, which was last night. So last night, um, you know, I go to my buddy's place, and it was actually funny because two weeks before, uh, one of my friend's roommates had invited these uh, girls over, and like two of them are girls that he just could not stand, and they kind of ruined the night. So we're there, and I get there before they show up, and we're just talking, and it's. We're actually talking shit about the girls that we from two weeks ago. And we're having music playing. He left the door unlocked. Out of nowhere, they just show up. <laughs> like, all dressed up, ready to go. And you guys didn't know they were coming over? Uh, I didn't know they were coming over. Oh, but he did? Yeah, he did. Um, wow, what, a nice, what a nice friend you got there. Yeah, I mean, and he was like, talking like crap about him too so it's kind of just funny like we literally just and probably if we didn't have any music they would have heard us um so we go we're kind of pre-gaming at his place and he has a margarita mix and so we're like oh hey let's let's make some margaritas well one of the chicks didn't realize after grabbing the tequila and the margarita mix that the margarita mix was like ready to drink margarita mix. So oh. it already had the tequila. Oh, that's the word. Oh, Jesus. That's so like they put the ice in. Here comes the margarita mix. And she just takes Kirkland tequila, like the big bottles, and just <laughs> down into it. And I'm looking and I like, I turned to my friend. I was like, wasn't that ready to drink? Like she didn't need to add that, right? He's like, yeah, well, it's going to be a long night, I guess. <laughs> And that was, oh, but I had about two big cups of those. You didn't have to have it. I didn't want to waste it. <laughs> it could have sat in their fridge just fine. If you know there's that much tequila in there. There's there's thirsty children in Africa who don't have tequila. <laughs> Which tequila makes you thirstier, so I don't think they want it. Well, the point is they don't have it. So <laughs> we've been wasting it. Think about all the... Go on. Proceed with your story. Think about all the people that made that tequila. All the hard work at at Kirkland. I get it. Continue. Okay. Um, And we get it after the the margaritas. We're starting to play Rage Cage. Um, And when we finally get to the Victoria and like we're just all kind of barely like walking. And my friend's roommate, like he just is... He's blacked out. He's like the worst out of all of us. We get down, we get into the Victorian, and we get to the middle part, and there's no music playing. But he's just in the center, like, jumping up and down in circles and <laughs> dancing. And we're just, like, asking him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you don't hear the music? Just too like, much no. tequila for him. Yeah, no. I mean, he he had tequila, vodka, um so he's just having a party by himself. Oh, yeah. He was tipsy before I showed up. And then, you know, you take in two games of beer pong, uh, two games of Rage Cage, and basically an entire yeah. blender of pre-mix alcohol and Kirkland tequila. tequila. So, and then, you know, that one, it was a pretty laid-back night. Came home, didn't call Carly. 
I thought about it, but... I'm glad you didn't. Why? We were out by like 10. Oh, we knocked out. Long day. I would have woken you up. My shoulders are exhausted from yesterday. Luckily, the Netflix password worked. Yes. Um, didn't have to bother me. But yeah, God, I... And this is one thing I noticed. I feel like the hangovers are better when you drink a lot and throw up. Well, yeah, because you're getting the alcohol yeah. out of your system. Yeah, because yeah, when you fall asleep with a full stomach of alcohol, your stomach stops processing it when you sleep. And when you wake up, then it starts processing it again. So you still have the rest of the alcohol to get rid of. Yeah. yeah so you- every time I, I throw up, it's kind of like in the back of my head, I'm a little happy because tomorrow's not going to be as bad. <laughs> You just need Top Ramen from Gatorade. You're good to go. Yeah, that's what I did today. I got Top Ramen, uh, orange juice, and I was functional. It's only going to be till 2 p.m. that I feel like I'm useless in the world instead of 6. Yes, exactly. So. Well, that sounds like a grand old time. Yeah, it was It was pretty fun <laughs> from what I remember. <laughs> well, at least no one tried to eat your face off this time. Yes, no, my face is all here. No lipstick. I Wait, remember clearly. Your, oh. No. No, no, no. Don't even. <laughs> There's uh, nothing on there. I showered. You're right. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Just uh, wanted to bless the airways with this sound that is my voice. Yes. And now they now are now there. blessed. They're now blessed. Yeah. Peace be upon them. Especially with you guys moving up. You know, I want to at least get on this one time. So. Yeah. Figured we had something in common with bars and alcohol. Anyone over the age of 21, most likely. Yeah. Unless you're straight edge. What's up, Brandon? (laughs) Or if you're Mormon. Touche. Yeah. I don't know any Mormons, so. Well, all right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Anything you want to plug? No? No, I think I'm good. Twitter, Instagram, you want people to follow you? Nah, you know, I don't want to give them too much blessings. (laughs) they've had enough you know i don't want to overpower them they don't Uh, need much more yeah i mean i'll i'll keep them at bay you know he's staying humble here yeah when they deserve more you know i'll just sprinkle a little blessing on them (laughs) sounds good which will be my twitter all right all right well thanks for listening everyone we'll see you next week well i hope you guys enjoyed that i'm sure you guys got your own bar experiences let us know on Twitter at btjmopod, facebook.com slash btjmopod, and but that's just my opinion pod at gmail.com. Email us. We want to hear your bar experiences. Yes, please share. We want to hear what you guys have thought. Even if you're not in LA, please tell us your bar experiences in different yeah. areas of the country, state, whatever. Yeah, I mean, even just the Sacramento Roseville bar scene is totally different than the uh, LA bar scene for sure. I think it just varies, you know, different people, different areas. Let's let's hear what you guys do. Also, the bar scene up there is like, hey, what if we just turned every bar into a craft brewery style? <laughs> so you want to hear about different bar experiences on different states like New York, yeah. Texas, Nashville, even in the Midwest. I want to hear oh, different. We know someone that has plenty of stories from Australia. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Six months in Australia. That's a bar scene for you. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. So, Carly, you're our guest this week. You're filling. So going to let you choose the song. So this week we are doing I Love This Bar by Toby Keith. Perfect. It fits so well. Yeah, buddy. I'm, uh, I'm glad you came up with it. I am too. Sometimes I'm good for some things like thinking about and songs. You're good for a lot of things. Cooking you hash browns at six in the morning. It was 830. Felt like six. It was definitely like eight, 830. Touche. Because I didn't wake up till 730. 
Fair enough. Thanks, All right. guys. <laughs> All right. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. And remember, whether you agree or disagree with us, that's just our opinion. David Navarro, who's sick. Get well soon. We got winners, we got losers, chain smokers and boozers, and we got yuppies, we got bikers, and we've got thirsty hitchhikers, and the girls next door dress up like movie stars. Cowboys, we got truckers, broken-hearted fools and suckers, and we got hustlers, we got fighters, early birds and all-nighters, and the veterans talk about their battle scars. Mm-hmm. I love this bar. I love this bar It's my kind of place Just walking through the front door Puts a big smile on my face It ain't too far Come as you Short skirts, we've got high techs, blue collared boys and rednecks, and we got lovers, lots of lookers. And I've even seen dancing girls and hookers, and we like to drink our beer from a mason jar. Just throwing around the dance floor